Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and above all else to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. Okay, hello and welcome to Monday. Today we are talking about should you be gambling more? Are you playing it too safe? And if you are playing it too safe, why are you playing it too safe? And are you in it to win it? Or are you in it just to survive, just to get through, just to hang in there? These and many other questions will be answered in the next 20 minutes. Okay, so... Number one, I'm going to caveat everything I'm about to say by saying to you, this is not me instructing you to go out there and gamble more. This is not me telling you that you should risk anything in particular. And it certainly isn't encouraging you to go out there and put all your money on red or black, depending on which one feels lucky to you. So please do not be going out there making I don't know, audacious gambles because of this episode. However, what this episode is really about is to understand human behavior, understand your behavior, and maybe to understand why we as human beings play it so bloody safe. Now, in a previous podcast, I touched upon the idea of gambling and we talked about the the nature of gambling and how actually, you know, if you look at the failure rates in business, there's an argument to be said that actually going and putting all your money on black might actually not be as big a gamble as you think it is in comparison to actually being an entrepreneur in business. However, we don't take those risks because bottom line is we are absolutely risk adverse. As a species, as human beings, the animal kingdom at large is risk adverse. We will always play it safe if there is a safe way of playing it. This can sometimes hold us back. So for example, our fear of loss is far greater than our desire for success. So in other words, we will always play it safe. We will always, you know, keep the bird in the hand rather than gambling it for the two in the bush. However, entrepreneurism by its very nature to some degree is about gambling the bird in your hand for two in the bush. In fact, I was asked just yesterday on our live broadcast that we do to our success group. So every month, me and Tracy, my partner in life and in business, we do what we call Ask GNT. George and Tracy, very clever, isn't it? And, uh, and it's a live broadcast session and our members from success groups, from masterminds, from our success group plus masterminds, they submit their questions or they ask them live on the show for choice of a better word. And in that session, we answer those questions and we help move them along in their businesses. Now, one of the questions that came up yesterday was from a lady that has a client that is a really, her words, good client. However, I'm going to say a very well-paying client. That's not always the same thing. But in her interpretation, those two things, kind of synonymous. So it was a very well-paying client. For her, that's a good client. This client has been a 
really positive thing for her business and its growth. And it's helped her to grow a business to where she is now, which is multiple six figures. Okay. So she's doing a couple of hundred grand turnover per year. This client, whilst not, you know, all of that and not even necessarily a massive part of that, they are a major part of that. Does this make sense? They're a major part of her client base. She doesn't want to lose them. However, this client is starting to drain her resources. So the client that was a, a good client for her and helped her grow a business is now the client that potentially is actually holding her business back because they're very demanding, they're paying well, they expect high levels of service, so they should. However, the drains that that's putting on her business are actually starting to become uh, too great, if that makes sense, for her business to continue to grow. So, you know, if you imagine, I always say this, that you cannot sell Rolls Royces at BMW prices. Now, what this client is, this client has come in and they're paying BMW prices, but they've been used to getting Rolls Royce quality because they were a big client of hers and she was very grateful for them and they've helped grow her business. So she's been giving them Rolls Royce quality service, but they're only paying BMW prices. So of course, inevitably, your business model runs out of steam and the very client that got you to where you are is probably the very client that's going to stop you getting where you want to get to. And the question was, you know, what to do about that. Now, there's multiple things you can do, okay? So number one, you can absolutely continue to do what you're doing and accept that the business is going to struggle to continue to grow while servicing that client at the level that they're used to being serviced at, at the price that they have been used to paying. That doesn't sound so exciting to me and neither does it to her. However, she's very fearful of losing this client because they still represent a decent chunk of her current turnover and profit as well, even though they might not be as profitable as other clients might be because of the nature of the amount of tension that they're demanding, you know, the energy that they're drawing from her business. So whilst it doesn't feel attractive to her to maintain the status quo, equally, it is much scarier to risk losing that client. Now, the trouble you've got is the moment you create any kind of change, there's a real risk that you're going to have a negative response. So the moment she does anything to that client, changes their contracts, their prices, their service levels, the moment anything changes for her benefit or just changes at all, then there's a risk of fallout. And of course, that risk of fallout is greater than the risk of the reward. Okay. In other words, the promise of the reward of more money out of that client or to be able to grow a business is kind of not stacking up against the fear of the loss of that business. And I said, whilst you're in this place, you're going to really struggle to make a decision to create any kind of change. Now, one of my options to her was really simple, which is I've seen it in many businesses. I've got a client in a, another mastermind of mine. Now, she's doing, again, multiple hundreds in turnover. In fact, she's a good uh, stage or two ahead of this other lady. And she's going through something very similar, which is this big client is just draining so much of her resources that she can no longer grow her own business. And therefore, even though they were a massive asset to her, they are now starting to become a bit of a liability for her objectives and her goals and the growth of her own business. And she's in the process of losing that client, okay? And I said to this other lady, you know, you have to consider the prospect that you've outgrown the client, that even though this client is a substantial part of your turnover, they're the biggest client you've got, you still have to understand that it's possible 
that you've outgrown them in the sense of what you're delivering for the price you're delivering, you need to move on and you need to make space for new clients on the, the, the new regime, if you like, the, the new products and services on new pricing so that you can continue to grow your business. Terrifying, right? And of course, you didn't like the idea of that at all. However, here's the thing. If you're not willing to lose that business, you're going to hold on too tight to that business. And therefore, the risk of losing that will always outweigh you making the changes. And then you not making those changes is going to hold you and your business back. Does this make sense? Now, I know you might not be going through the same thing in your business, but I'm hoping that this kind of articulates the importance of understanding at least the manipulations at hand in our unconscious that are stopping us from taking the actions because we're just not willing to gamble on the downside. So we want the upside, we want new opportunities, more money to grow our business, but we don't want the downside, which is the loss of revenue, the loss of this client. And the downside is always going to outweigh the upside, which means until you're willing to accept the downside as a possibility or even as a choice for you, you're going to struggle to actually create any change in those set of circumstances. I want you to think for yourself for a moment in your business, in your life, where this is kind of playing out for you, where the risks of failure, the risk of loss in some way is outweighing the opportunity of reward and the opportunity of gain. And therefore, you find yourself trapped in a little bit of a stalemate situation. You're trapped in kind of like a, a stagnant position where things aren't changing, things aren't moving forward. You're frustrated with how they are, but you're not doing anything about that. And there's these opportunities you know you could take, but you're trapped in an old set of circumstances that aren't serving you. So just think about how you have this going on in your business, because I'm sure you do if not in this area, in another area. I'm almost certain, for example, that you probably do have clients that you value their business, you might even value the client, but it's not good business for you anymore. It's holding you back. They're too demanding or, you know, you're not charging, you know, the rate you should be because they're on legacy pricing because they've been with you for two or three years and now you've improved, your business has grown, your overheads have grown, your prices have gone up, but you're still servicing them at a lower price. And it's just not working for you anymore. And just think, why are you not making the decisions to create the change? Why are you not taking the action that's needed to create the change? It will almost certainly be the fear of loss is greater than the opportunity of gain. So here's the thing I said to this lady. Make your peace with the fact that you're either going to stay as you are or you are potentially going to lose this client. And when you make your peace that it's okay to lose the client, and that even if you don't want that to happen, even if you wouldn't choose that to happen, that if it does happen, you understand that whilst it might be painful, it's still for the greater good, now you're free to actually negotiate. Because if you go into a negotiation with someone where they have you over a barrel, you'll say, it's not really working at the moment, um, I need to up your prices, or we need to downgrade this, or we need to shift this. And they're going to turn around to you and say, I don't like the sound of that. You'll say, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Didn't mean to upset you. Let's go back and do everything exactly as it is, right? And in fact, you've doubled down now in the situation that wasn't working for you in the first place. So I want you to understand that sometimes you have to be willing to let something go in order to be able to go in there and get what you really want. So once this lady, if she does, make her peace with the loss of a client, now I said to her, you've got to make sure this is strategically smart. 
You know, I don't want to sit there on a, you know, on a live broadcast and say, yeah, ditch this client and move on. That would be completely irresponsible. What I'm saying is if it's strategically the right thing to do to let this business go so you can grow the business, but your fear of letting go of that revenue and taking a step back in revenue is stopping you from making a decision that you already know you need to make or should be making, then make your peace with the fact that it's good if the client leaves or the client doesn't renegotiate on your terms, it's okay to let the client go because it's for the greater good. The opportunity that it creates is greater than the loss that you've just experienced, okay? From that place, you have a negotiation. From that place, you can go into a client with authority or any situation with authority. And in her case, I said, you can go in there and say, look, really respect your your business, really appreciate your business, really value your time with us and I value the work we do for you. However, let me just explain where we're at. We've grown, this is the situation, this is how things have changed. And really, the only way we can continue to make this work is we need to either change the way we work together or I'm going to have to increase your prices so that I can maintain the level of service that you've become accustomed to over the years. Are they going to like this? Probably not. Are they going to respect you saying it to them? I don't know. Perhaps not everyone respects you being honest, especially if you're saying stuff that they don't want to hear. But ultimately, what are their choices now? So their choices are they either negotiate the terms that they're currently doing business in order to continue to get the same level of service they're used to. They won't like that, but it may well be an option they go for, albeit maybe reluctantly. They either do that or they have to drop down a level of expectation of the service they're going to get. They're not going to like that, but they do get to keep the same price or they will have to potentially leave and find someone else to service them. Now, if she's been serving them well, which she has been for a number of years, it might put them in an uncomfortable position to have to pay more or to take a a, a knock in terms of the level of service that they're used to getting. But actually, it's very possible that they'll still determine that it makes sense to stay with her because the risk of their downside makes sense is greater than their upside. So in other words, the, you know, the risk of paying more money to her or the risk of getting, uh, you know, less service or less, it's less time. It's not quality of service. It's the amount of time that they're taking from her business, just to make that clear. So they get less time with her and her business might actually be, you know, a risk to them, but that, you know, the risk of going somewhere else, finding someone else who can actually serve them in the way that she has for the past few years Actually, that risk may completely outweigh the gain or the opportunity of finding someone cheaper or finding someone that's willing to maintain the same level of standards that they're used to, but for the same price that they're paying. So even though they might not necessarily do it you know, willingly, there's a good chance they'll stay with her because... It's the bird in the hand versus two in the bush. The bird in the hand is she's supplying, she's providing, they're happy with the service, which is why they've been there for so many years. Are they are they willing to gamble that bird in their hand to get a better opportunity elsewhere? So in that set of circumstances, you know, the, the fear that they have, the threat that they have, their aversion to risk that they have works in her favor. However, whilst she has the aversion to risk, it plays into their favor. So you can't call bullshit. I'm not into bluffing. I really am not into bluffing because I think people call you bluff and then you're screwed. I think you have to genuinely be prepared to accept the downside. So she has to be genuinely prepared to lose the client in order to strongly negotiate with that client. And the stronger she negotiates and the more 
she is accepting of the downside, the stronger her position is, and therefore the greater the risk is actually to the client and not to her, and there's a good chance that she'll win this encounter. However, that being said, there's also a chance she's going to lose it and lose the business, and you only have a position of power and strength if you're willing to accept that downside, you're willing to accept that loss. Does this make sense? In your business, in your current situations in business, you know, your risk of the downside is overwhelming the opportunity for the upside that's on offer to you. And therefore, we ask the question, which is, should you be gambling more? This isn't about just taking unnecessary risks. This is about taking strategic risks like this lady does. When you determine what's the right outcome, when you determine what isn't working and what has to change, and then you weigh up the downside and you accept the risks of the downside, and then you play your hand as strong as you possibly can, you will win more often than you will lose. However, you have to accept that you will also be losing. And there's a real genuine risk that you'll lose in this particular encounter, if you're not willing to lose, you'll never play your hand strong. And what will happen is you'll get trapped in your business, you'll get trapped in the status quo, you'll get trapped in the current set of circumstances that aren't serving you, and even potentially holding you back. Food for thought. Think about where your risk aversion is actually prohibiting the opportunities that you have and your business has for growth. Okay, nice one, guys. It's Monday, so start your week as you mean to go on. Go out there, play the game of business, the game of life on your terms. Go out there with an agenda. Go out there and win on your terms. Go out there and be a force for good and do wonderful things for your clients, your family, yourself, and the world at large. If you are a service-based business and you haven't yet hit 100K in revenue, don't forget the six-figure fast track is waiting for you. It's my webinar masterclass on how to take a five-figure business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. In that webinar, I take you through the six-figure mindset you need to have in place, the six-figure business model that you need to have, and the six-figure methodology. In other words, the day-to-day activity that's going to get your business to 100 grand or more in turnover in the next 12 months or less. Go and check that out. It's biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll drop the link in the descriptions. I will see you on Wednesday. Until then, as always be successful. through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.